Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Football Fignuts Podcast. This is Season 6, Episode 13. All of them put together is 252 episodes. I'm Craig. I'm Cinch. And Cinch is here this week because Britt has a bye week. Britt has a bye week. (laughs) He's He's out uh, there floating. He's on a boat somewhere in in unknown, somewhere unknown, and um, drinking. I'm yes, assuming. he is. I'm assuming he's drinking right now. I thought vacation you were supposed to do something different than what you do when you're at home. Um, well, I think it's the quantity and okay. and what he's drinking because he, yes. d- he did get the drink package. So <laughs> He's taking full advantage. Yes, as as he should, as one should. Um, how are you, sir? You haven't been here in a while. Things are going great. How Good. are you? Um... I was okay until, uh, what's today? Today's Wednesday. Wow. Uh, I was okay until Saturday morning, uh, when one of our cats started limping around. She came in limping. Um, find out she broke her, uh, what would be her ankle? Cat ankle. How would a cat do that? I thought they always Um, landed on their feet. I'm not sure. Uh, she, we have two cats, um, her entire life with us. Cause she kind of adopted us. She was a stray. Uh, she, so she's an indoor outdoor cat. And yes, I know about outdoor cats. So don't at me about that. I realize that. So we've tried to keep her in for the last 10 years and it, it does not work for anyone. Um, and we're in a condo complex with a parking lot. So it's mostly okay. Anyway, um, <clears throat> She got x-rays, and they said they. it looks like she compressed it, like she fell, and, like, it just, I guess she landed on something or wrong or something. I don't know. Lately, she has I... been she has been eyeing the little tree that is in front of our door because for some, I don't know about near you because you, you, you have woods near you. Yes. For some reason, and I don't know what birds these are, there's birds that start singing at 4 a.m. <laughs> I don't know if you have those near you, but they are here. They're called the early birds. <laughs> They're here for breakfast. Um, and I did notice her like last week eyeing up in the tree. And she's been in this tree before. Like I've caught her in the tree. Um, that's my going theory is that she. And when this happened, she was only outside for like four hours. So. Um, <laughs> fell down in the first minute and just laid there for probably. And <laughs> probably. I think I think what happened is the cat went to jump and a dog went and jumped on the cat's back, and with the cat and the dog's weight, that's what happened. Um, because cats it, are light of foot. Wouldn't shock me. Yeah, they are. And she's had other minor injuries because you know fights. You know she's. I've actually seen her get into an argument with a fox once over a mouse. Um, she's beaten up two pit bulls, like drew blood <laughs> in their. They weren't doing anything. They were just like trying to like sniff her because they were like that. They, they that were is a great name, <laughs> Drew Blood. There, wow, see that? That is that a great sounds, name. That sounds familiar, doesn't it? Um, they're they're neighbors. Um, pets, you know, so like everyone kind of knows who has what pet and whatever. Um, and at the time, it was two separate incidents. Like they kind of like tried to sniff her like too much and she had enough and she punched him in the face. 
and uh, drew blood. <laughs> so it, the sniffing promptly stopped. Uh, but I, yeah, I think I, uh, that's I, been my week I, so far. I, I think I have a new alias. <laughs> I'm Drew. Drew blood. I'll, I'll go with it. I'll, I'll start calling you that. Um, so she is in a, a little cat um, splint. She had a very <laughs> terrible Monday because she went to two separate vets. Um, so it wasn't a fun I saw day the for picture. anyone. Yeah. I saw she's... the picture. It was the most pathetic thing. The poor cat <laughs> with the, the, the big cast and then yeah. the cone on its head. Oh, the cone. And, and just co- sitting there like, oh, my God, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> the, the cone was ripped off. She ripped it off uh, that night. Like the cone was oh, still yeah. like clipped together. It was a plastic, a plastic cone. Yeah, still clipped together and still tied with like a string, not tightly, but mm-hmm. it was there to keep her in place. She took it off. Don't know how she got her head through the opening and it took it off. It's still tied together, actually. Yeah, the animals <laughs> don't want that. No, no, we don't need no cones. <laughs> and she's she's surprisingly once she's once she gets up and bounces herself because she's been a little medicated and loopy which is fine because she needs to sleep uh when she's when she gets up and starts moving she moves pretty damn quick with that splint on like a lot faster than i thought she'd be able to so uh but hopefully that can come off uh this week and then she still has to kind of rest up so but yeah so i have uh and, and this is a good segue because this just can go right into the what are you drinking segment. <laughs> because I said that, I have two beers with me tonight. And the first one is one of Britt's favorites. I think it's uh, 8% and it's Crucial Mass. And I already opened it and it's delicious. Good beer. What are you drinking? That one That one tastes just like beer, but in the best way. Yes. Yes, it does. I am drinking <laughs> my new favorite all-time beer. Ooh, what is it? The the. What's the name of it? Southern Tier <laughs> Cold Brew Coffee Pumpkin oh, Nitro. Oh, yeah. Mm, that is a good one. I had that last year. I haven't had it yet this year. It, it is like so creamy. It, mm-hmm. it, I, I can't even it's, describe it. It is it, dangerous. It's, it, it, you know, really smooth, really creamy, kind of mm-hmm. has, I mean, you get the pumpkin, you mm-hmm. get a coffee, you get a coffee taste, but it, it's a pumpkin beer. Does that make sense? Yes. Like there's a hint there's a hint of the coffee. So you know there's coffee in there, but it's a pumpkin beer. Yeah, hmm. just so smooth, so does creamy. It, does it remind you of an iced pumpkin coffee? Well, I would not drink a pumpkin coffee or an iced pumpkin coffee. But would you drink iced coffee? Uh, I mean, have I ever? Yes. Would I? <laughs> Probably not. I get I get a, a Dunkin' Donuts coffee every day, nice and hot. I don't care if it's a hundred degrees outside. Yeah, no, that's that's fair. I usually get usually get um, hot coffee. Um, my new my thing lately has been an americano, which is uh, basically like two depending on the size of the cup, two or three shots of espresso, and then just they add just hot water to top off the cup, so it's like a stronger coffee. So. Just drink, just drink that black. Maybe with some cinnamon. Mm-hmm. Yes, this has been the Bougie Beverage Podcast. Thank you for joining <laughs> you know, us tonight. I, I was thinking, but I didn't <laughs> want to say. Oh, you can't. I'm. I. You can ask anybody. I am terribly bougie with food. I know that I am. It's fine. I accept it. It's, it's fine. It's like I. <laughs> I do not accept Starbucks. 
as coffee. <laughs> I mean, it's coffee. I'm not saying it's not coffee, but you I do not accept is, that. And uh, people who listen to this who don't have a Dunkin' Donuts near them, in New England, there's literally a Dunkin' Donuts probably like every five blocks, it seems. <laughs> I have three that are one mile away from my house in each direction. <laughs> see what I mean? And, and I've, I've measured that out just to see. <laughs> the problem, see, the with, problem Duncan... with Starbucks, yeah. Yeah. problem with Starbucks, you go in there and you say, I would like a coffee. Yep. That's not good enough. You can't order that way. Right. You've got to go by their, their silly names. And I want Type a, of coffee. a grande, this, that. No, just give me a big coffee. <laughs> And then you give them money, and then they say, eh, "All right, what's your name?" And you got to tell them, and then you got to wait. It's like, look, it's co- it's coffee. Right there, the coffee's done. They hand it to you. You walk away. No, no, you got to wait. And then they're gonna call your name and probably get it wrong. You're gonna go over and get your coffee, and they're gonna fill it to the very, very top. They do fill well, it to the top. What if you want to put half and half in there? And you're gonna have or to milk and or drink whatever. some before that, bastards. <laughs> The, my problem with Dunkin' Donuts, at least the ones that are near me, is their consistency is all it, it's all over the place. There's some days it's it's like the best coffee I've had in a long time, and other times I can't even drink it. It's hmm. really weird. <laughs> it's really weird. I don't know. But anyway, we digress as usual. Um, it's time for burning hot takes. Uh, so we each get one question. Uh, and would you like to give or receive, sir? You go first while I think of something. Oh, perfect. Um, I'll I'll ask you this because you you you're aware of this person as a coach. Um, after the game with the Chiefs, and after the last five weeks as their head coach, do you think Josh McDaniels is going to have a job at the end of the year? Like, do you think he can be? a head coach because it did take him an extraordinary long time to get a head coaching job away from the Patriots. I don't think it took him as long. The amount of time he was always offered jobs he was turning down, but that's neither here nor there. The Raiders are not quick to fire. And the first couple of games, they were right in it. They could have won or lost right near the end. He drove me nuts this week when they went for two and their defense was not stopping the Chiefs. So if you go for two and you make it, the Chiefs had plenty of time to get in the field goal range, kick a field goal, and beat you. So instead, they go for two, and they don't make it, and now the Chiefs don't have to do anything, and your defense can't stop them. They they just got a first down. They got another first down. They got another first. Okay, game over. So I thought that was just the worst, the worst decision ever. But... Do I think he'll have a job at the end of the year? Yes. There was talk that the owner had a closed-door meeting. The owner does that with the head coach every week. That's uh, That's been documented going back to Gruden, that every week he would meet for an hour with the coach. So mm-hmm. I wouldn't read anything into it. He has not done a good job so far. But, I mean, you got to give head coaches a break. You can't fire after five weeks. And if you could... Nate Hackett would be gone long before Josh McDaniels. <laughs> that is true. That is true. Because we also had another firing in Carolina, but he was there, was it three years, two years? Yeah, he was there a long time. Did you see? Yeah. Rule will get $438,000 a month for the next four years to not coach. 
That is fucking insane. Like, who... I seriously want to be in the meeting where these deals are, like, thought up and, like, agreed upon. Because what in the actual hell? Like, why would you give an unproven head coach who's never coached in the NFL before because he came from college... Completely different thing, two totally different, other than the sport they're playing, two totally different ways to do it. How, why? How? Like, did he get the owner and, like, you know, their their agents, like, drunk and just gave them bags of Coke and strippers? Like, is that how he came? Who gives a coach, well, an unproven coach, seven-year contract for that much money? Like, you know what it is? <laughs> these These coaches are free agents when it comes to the NFL calling. The Jets mm-hmm. offered him the job, but the Jets said, we're going to pick your assistants. So he said, no, I'm not doing that. I'm not taking the job. So now you've got Carolina thinking that the Jets are going to, you know, the Jets are about to sign this guy. So they might have said, we need seven years instead of the five that they offered. So it's like, well, if you want the guy, you got to go seven years. So yes or no, do you do it or not do it? I'll tell mm-hmm. you this. I think Matt Rule is a good coach. I think he could be a good head coach of an NFL team. If you just look at the quarterbacks the guy had, no one would have won. Belichick wouldn't have won. Andy Reid wouldn't have won. No one would win with Baker Mayfield and Sam Darnold and P.J. Walker and J.J. Walker and all these (laughs) other. No one's winning with that. Uh, The Patriots won with Cam Newton, didn't they? No, they had a losing season. (laughs) Proving your point. <laughs> but the Patriots did win with Bailey Zappi. There you go. Say that name five times fast. Zappi, 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 Zappi. <laughs> See, almost made it. I think that was like four and a half. Um, all right, yeah. Okay, so what is, uh, what's your question? If you have one. If not, that's fine. Here's my question. Yeah. And I, and I mean this. Seriously, I'd like an answer. What is wrong with the Packers? Uh, um, basically, uh, Aaron Rodgers doesn't trust his, uh, receivers. Really? That's pretty much, pretty much it. You know, you know, for (laughs) me, this goes back to, we, we spoke about Aaron Rodgers and we we were making a Brady Aaron Rodgers comparison years ago, maybe before the podcast, maybe at the beginning. And I said, Brady's teammates love him. Whatever person he is, I don't know. I've never been around him, but Brady's teammates love him. Aaron Rodgers, you don't hear that. You you hear guys coming out saying how much of a jerk he is, and really that's about it. He doesn't have a bunch of guys defending him. I just think that Aaron Rodgers is like, you know, you guys aren't as good as me. I threw you the ball. You didn't catch it. You're not as good as me. I don't care. I'll throw it, and you won't catch it, and that's it. And now I'm going to pout. And it's like you gotta, you got these rookies. You gotta go over, and you gotta kind of, hey, you guys are great. You're gonna be good. I'm gonna throw it here. Look at that! What a great catch! You can't just, oh, I threw it and you didn't catch it. You went the wrong way. Mm-hmm. You know. I just think the the problem with the Packers is Aaron Rodgers is a douche. <laughs> so he's a good quarterback, but he's a douche. Is that what you're saying? Oh, he's a all time great quarterback. It's just as a person. You know, as a teammate, as the the leader of the team, I just don't think he's any good. No, that's that's fair. And, you know, he's had that 
on again, off again drama with the Packers for what the last two ish seasons, three seasons. So, you know, and I, I think Devonte Adams leaving hurt him a lot. Um, mm-hmm. And you know, these rookie receivers, the two they have, they're good. You know, um, it's proven when Devonte Adams leaves the field, it hurts people. <laughs> I'll be here all night. <laughs> Um, yeah, but I don't, yeah, I don't know what it is. Cause you know, he has people like Cobb and Lazard, but the two of them seem like you need, if you combine both of them to one receiver, they would be healthy on a regular basis. Mm-hmm. But you know, if you just look at it, they've got two good running backs. They've got a good tight end. I mean, not great, but no one has great. There's, there's Kelsey and that's about it really. So no one has a great tight end. They have a good tight end in Tanyan. They've got, I don't know, average receivers maybe. They're rookies, so it's hard to say. But yeah. it's just like it, it's almost the kind of thing that you would say, oh, boy, if that team had a good quarterback, I think they'd really be good. And, you know, it's not that Rodgers has necessarily been bad this year. It's just a, I can't I can't put my finger on it. You know, their offensive line's okay. Their defense is pretty good. Yeah, I don't... I don't know. I don't know. I think I think Adams leaving's leaving made them rewrite their offense, and it's not... It's not working. Like, if if you watched the... Did you watch the end of the Raiders-Chief game? Um, you yes, I did. Yes. The last play of the game where Renfo and uh, Adams ran into each other. Was Renfro the cameraman? Uh, no, no, it was on the field. On the field. Oh, uh, yeah, okay, I, I get it. <laughs> if like if that happened on the Packers, I think Aaron Rodgers would have spontaneously combusted <laughs> <laughs> on the field. <laughs> I'd love to see that. <laughs> Did you see that other like he? Um, I forgot what tight end it was. The tight end went in motion like the wrong way, and Aaron Rodgers yelled at him to go back. <laughs> uh, Mark Chimura? Yeah, maybe. Maybe. <laughs> that blast from the past. Yep. <laughs> Packers tight ends from the 90s for 500, Alex. Hey, did you see Don Magikowski was uh, at the stadium? Magic Man. The original Magic Man. He's back. Um, all right, so. On to our next segment that Britt and I have been doing is the good, the bad, and the ugly. Uh, so I was is, thinking about this one. This is we're each going to take, name something good, something bad, and something ugly that happened over football. I mean, it doesn't really have to be about football, but it can be, it can be whatever. So what do you have for the good? The good has got to be the Bills. They beat the holy hell out of the Steelers, and... I don't know, five minutes into that game, there was just no doubt that this is not going to be a close game. And I think they won 112 to seven was the final <laughs> score, something like that. Yeah. Uh, it was It was just the kind of game that it, it was, like I said, it was done. The Bills kind of just, okay, let's not get hurt. Yeah, I How think that's, for you? that's what it pretty much came down to by the end of that game. Uh, the good for me is... <sighs> You know, I am. I'm kind of enjoying the Eagles. I, I really, I like what they're doing. I, I don't. Part of me, okay. Part of me doesn't think the NFC East is 
real yet because everyone except the commanders are four and one or whatever. They are the best division <laughs> in the NFL. See, but on paper, yes. I'm just going by record. You are right. Your record says you are right. That's t- that is true. That is true. Uh, but the Eagles told me that one. <laughs> as long as you know Jalen Hurts doesn't get hurt, as long as he, as long as Hurts doesn't get hurt, um, I think. Well, if I if I could just interrupt again, yes, yes. you know who Hurts' backup is. Who? <laughs> my favorite backup quarterback, even though the Patriots have Bailey Zappi, my favorite <laughs> backup quarterback. Yeah, it's the mustache Gardner Minshew. He's their number two. He's been their number two for like going on three years, I think. Really? I want him in the game. I am <laughs> all for needs it. Needs him, especially he needs to since be the new Fitzpatrick, where he's on every team Wait, and plays is, for twenty years. Is Gardner Minshew the new Blake Bortles? You guys like Bortles a little more than I do. <laughs> All right. So, what is your what is your bad? The bad. Let's see. What was the what was bad? I'll tell you what was bad. Michael Jackson. Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz was so bad that after the game, reporters went to his head coach Ron Rivera and asked him, "What is the difference?" between your team and the Cowboys, the Giants, and Eagles. Why are they better than you? And he said quarterback. So when your head coach (laughs) calls you out and says, you're the reason we stink, that's pretty bad. That's that's pretty bad. That is pretty bad. Um, The bad for me this week, man, there's, there's, there's a lot of bad this season for some reason. I don't know why. And there's a really thin line between bad and ugly lately. Uh, the bad for me this week is the Broncos. And and Russell Wilson, like what what is happening there? Like I ever like Russell Wilson went to the went to the Broncos and everyone thought it was the next coming of Peyton Manning. And the Broncos I don't know what they're doing. Like, I have no Neither idea do they. what they they don't. <laughs> They don't. And is it, is it Russell Wilson? Was Pete Carroll's play calling making Russell Wilson look better? Well, you does know what? The there's coach no in, doubt. Does coach in Denver not know what he's doing? There's no doubt that Pete Carroll is a better coach than Nathaniel Hackett. I've never seen a coach so overmatched, in over his head, completely lost in my life than he and what was his job before this he was the offensive coordinator with the rot with uh the rogers with wow. the packers under oh, aaron Rodgers, or i guess right. under with 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 because i think aaron Rodgers was calling his own place half the time well that's where he came from and he i, I just he looks lost every decision that comes up they go to the sideline they show him on the camera and he just, he, he's like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Try this. I don't know. I don't know. This, this thing, this, 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 uh, Microsoft surface says we should do this. So let's do it. <laughs> well, he even hired, I don't know the guy's name, but he hired the, uh, I don't know what the, his title, something like game day assistant or something, someone to help him with <laughs> coaching, head why coaching. Don't we, why don't we have these jobs? 
what the fuck? <laughs> you know, I swear to God, between between playing Madden as much as I have and watching the NFL for as long as I have, yeah. I would not do what some of these guys are doing. Seriously. Because, all right, people. We all know the Moneyball story. We all know that data is king. We get that. We understand it. You're like, oh, well, on this in this situation, on a Thursday, in the middle of the day, and the sun's over here, we should call this play, and it will work 78% of the time. I get that. I understand that. But if you have first and goal on the three, and all of a sudden it's third and goal on the three, you call a passing play, and it doesn't work. And then it's fourth down... It's fourth and goal on the three, and you call another passing play because the little book told you percentage-wise it should work. Don't listen to the little book. You have an offensive line. You have a running back. You need to get three yards. If you can't get three yards, you have bigger problems. <laughs> Just saying. Hey, how, about, how about you got eyeballs? You're watching the game. Hey, come here. Sorry, calling wow, my dog. Just like that. No, it's same same difference. Same hey, difference. You listen to me. <laughs> you know what? You're watching the game. The game is right there in front of you. Don't worry about what the tablet thing is telling you to do. Look at it. You could see no one is scoring a touchdown in that. I'm talking about the Colts Broncos game. No right. one is scoring the touchdown. Take the field goal. Yes. They could have gone up six, and then yeah. you're forcing a touchdown. Yeah, just no like the just like the Raiders game. They should just kicked. I tell the TV. Should've no one kicked. listens. No one listens. Um, and the ugly for me is I'm hearing reports that the Dolphins are trying to get to it back into playing. Just stop. Like no one wants to see a live action Apollo Creed and someone dying on the field. If you don't know how Apollo Creed is, figure it out. Like yes, just let it like. He got two serious concussions in a very, very short amount of time. Don't try to get him. Don't be like, oh, he needs to play, you know, by week. I don't know whatever it was week six, week 10, or he's cut. Like what? Just stop. He's going like if he gets hit because defensive players aren't going to not tackle him. They're not going to be like, oh, well, we'll just like tap you. They're going to hit him. And he's going to hit his head on the ground, and it, it is not going to be good. And no one wants to see that. Nobody wants to see that. Well, you know what? That was going to be my ugly, because how that was handled was so bad mm-hmm. on the Sunday. Then he came back the Thursday, mm-hmm. and how that was handled, I mean, after he's laying there on the ground, it doesn't matter what you do. The damage is done. Mm-hmm. And now he returned to practice today. And you know what? I mean, someone's got to just take this guy's helmet and say, look, just stop. Go <laughs> go run around the field. Take a couple of laps. Just keep yourself sharp, and we'll get you back in there soon. And then the other thing I wanted to add. Sure. So the NFL's concussion policy, after, the Tua, after that Thursday night game, now this past Sunday, what were there, like 20 guys in the league that had concussions, were out of the game, and didn't come back? Uh, it was ridiculous. It was, it was a large number, it, larger than than normal. I'm not saying 20 guys did not get concussions. 
I'm just saying it seemed like every game had one or two players on each team while they're out of the game with a concussion. Yep. And I, I mean, you know what? That could have happened. It, it most likely does happen every single week. It's just we've never seen it before. Tua mm-hmm. gets hurt, and now everybody's got a concussion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because now they added the clauses where they, if they have symptoms of a concussion, it should be considered a concussion. Well, you know what? I mean, <laughs> the NFL should just make these guys sign a waiver. I'm playing this sport. Chances of concussion are high. CTE has been linked to concussions. Uh, I'm doing this at my own risk. That means the NFL would have to admit concussions and CTE are real. Well, you know what? Because if they do do that, that opens a door to a giant lawsuit from everyone that's ever played any sport, especially football. (laughs) Well, it's never been real until now, starting now. Right. I I just think we're heading towards where either it's going to be a glorified, it's going to look like a pro bowl where they kind of hug you and hold you and hold you. And then they blow the whistle and the play is done. We're heading towards that. So it's either that or we get everybody to sign a waiver. And then, you know what? Tear his head off. He signed the waiver. Everybody just go at it. And if it's extreme, you'll get the penalty. You'll get the ejection or whatever, but it's either here nor there. You know, it's it's not going to be the middle. It's going to be the I don't right. get yeah, there's, political. There's no, it's going to be no... the liberal. You can't hit <laughs> them. No... You can't tackle them. It's going to be that, or it's going to be the the Trump. We need to kill everybody. <laughs> it, it's it's one or the other, and neither one of them's right, but it's one or the other. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't know. If, right. I don't know if you saw that that thing I sent on Instagram uh, about the the roughing the passer. Um, penalty that happened in the Chiefs Raiders game. I did not see that one. So it it happened because the the dude on the Chiefs landed on Carr with his full body weight. So that's what that's why it was called roughing the passer because you're not supposed to do that. Is so, that the one we were we were all texting about Sunday? Yes. Okay, I remember it now. Okay. So in one of the one of the clips on Instagram. It was from it was from you know way back when Brady. Oh Brady, yes, the see, Brady, I did see the this. Brady hit. Where I think Pat Summerall was calling the game and they were playing the Bills and Brady tried, Brady ran the ball on a on like a bootleg, and the dude on the Bills oh took like, his head off. He jumped up and hit him with his shoulder in the upper portion of Brady's body and head and. It and looked then drove like him to the turf. <laughs> he did repeat, like he basically piled. Now that wasn't a pile driver, but it, it was as if he jumped <laughs> up to hit Brady, mm-hmm. and then he caught him and landed <laughs> with his full body weight and his head on top of Brady. Yes, that's that's it. And they both got up and walked away. There's, but man, there's that guy even that better been clip. E- that would have been eje- he would have been ejected if that happened now. There's an even better clip out there. Patriots against the Bills way back. Brady was in his younger days. And Brady is rolling out to the right. And mm-hmm. I think he might have been running for a first down. But he rolls out to the right. And this this secondary guy comes and just levels Brady. Mm-hmm. And I mean, like helmet to helmet, diving into him. Brady's helmet goes flying off. He's, it's It's the most brutal hit. 
And Brady got up and was like yelling at him and <laughs> and everything was fine. There were no concussions. No one <laughs> got kicked out of the game. Mm-hmm. We just, all right, next play. <clears throat> so, so yeah. So, yeah. So, that's the ugly week. So, there There's, you go. There's a lot ugly this week. But you know what's not ugly? is since, So, my record, America's favorite game right now is 4-0. Because last week, Britt played. And this week, Cinch is going to play. America's favorite so there's game. There's pressure. There's a there's lot. pressure. Ton of pressure. Ton of pressure. So basically, America's favorite game is the under-overs. So as we mentioned every week, we kind of look at these games, and the over, there's over 50 and under 40. The over 50 is what Vegas is telling everyone, hey, you should probably pay attention to these games, especially if we're doing DFS. So those people in this game might have a decent day. And then you're looking at games that are under 40, and you should basically not use anyone remotely connected to this game. So this is week six. So I'm going to double check here. So there's, let me see, one. It's week six. You don't have to double check. No, I no, no, no. The, the, the totals, the totals. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. So right now there is one game. We record this on Wednesday. So this includes Thursday's game. There's one game under 40. Okay. And there are two games over 50. Well, I'm lucky enough that I got a gimme this week. Okay. I I got the gimme that it, it, it can't miss. It's got to be do, one of the over. You do you're doing the over. Okay. All right. What's the over? It's got to be. So, the Bills at the Chiefs has got to be without looking, I would say it's got to be a 57. Wow, you are correct and you're close. Yeah. That is an over of 54. Well, I I would take the over in that game. I don't see any way it, it's fifty four. No, I yeah. But definitely. anyway, so that so is that's one one correct. There's one game under forty and one game over fifty, and you have all your strikes. I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good. No whammies. No whammies. <laughs> I'm gonna go with the second over being the Cowboys at the Eagles. Uh, let me, uh, that's the Steelers. Vikings. Cowboys Eagles. There's a Sunday night game. Sunday night game. See, I'm scrolling the wrong way. Uh that is incorrect, sir. That is a 42. Oh, bullshit. All right. <laughs> All right. Even though that's wrong, Strike I'm gonna keep one. going. I'm gonna keep going. Okay. I'm gonna roll the dice. All right. I'm feeling confident. <laughs> I'm feeling good. You can you can do the exclusion game in your head if you want. Helps no, it's nothing right. going on up there. All right. I tried doing things in my head. The echo is deafening. (laughs) Um, Boy, who's going to score a lot of points? I mean, the NFL Mm -hmm. has just stunk this year. I was surprised about this game. That's that's the over. But considering how this season's been, I guess it's not too surprising. Initially, I was surprised. Uh, I'll say the. I don't even think that. (laughs) (laughs) See, you can try the under. You You can try the under if you want. All right, so you're looking at these. Uh oh, uh oh, uh oh. It it disappeared on me. Where'd it go? NFL schedule. All right, I got it back. Okay. Uh, let me try the under. Okay. I think the under has to be the 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 C words and the bears. <laughs> and you are correct. The Washington Commanders Yay. at the Chicago Bears is a thirty-eight. 30 see that was again that was a gimme the same way the bills and the chiefs (laughs) who do you like who would you take in that game washington 
I think right Washington now, will win the spread the game. is the spread is a push. So I think Washington wins. I think Wentz is fired up after his coach had to apologize to him for saying he's the reason why we suck. <laughs> Do you take the under on that? Uh, <laughs> what's the under? What's the number? 38. 38. So 38 is telling us what? Uh, 19, 19. Yeah. So, so like, you know, 21, 17, 21, 13. Yeah. Something around there. 21, 17, 38. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think I don't think the under, I don't think more than more than four touchdowns will not be scored in this game. (laughs) Just a, a bad game following a really bad Thursday night game. Yes. I think the jokes, I think everyone watching that on Twitter, on on the broadcast will be saying, we're sorry, this is the game. We just will have it. We got to watch it together. <laughs> sorry. We're in this, we're in this till the end. We're in this till the end. Right, so uh, okay. Here's my second over. Two, I'm going two strikes. second over. One left. An second over. over. No yeah. whammies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, uh, I'm looking at. I'm gonna go ahead. I'll throw it out there. Yeah. Bengals Saints. The Bengals and the Saints. Let me scroll back up here. Do do do. do, do. Uh, I was surprised about this. This is on the lower end. Uh, this is a 43. That is incorrect. Hmm. Man, all right. So here's my choices. <laughs> is it Broncos Chargers? I say no. Let's ride. <laughs> is it Panthers Rams? Uh-uh, no, no. chance. Mm-mm. Mm-hmm. Cardinals Seahawks. Is it possible? Is Geno Smith? All right, so is that's, a, Geno that's Smith an option. The, is Geno Okay, is Geno Smith the answer? And remember, Call of Duty is not out yet. Is that Geno Smith, or are you thinking Kyler Murray? Oh, the, uh, you're saying they're playing the Cardinals. I get it. Yeah. I get it. Okay. Yep. All right. That's that's an option. Mm-hmm. It's not my guess. Okay. Jags, Colts, no. Here's an interesting one. Jets, Packers. Do the Packers put it together? The Jets scored 40 against the quarterbackless Dolphins. <laughs> Could it be that one? Could it be Ravens, Giants? Could it? Could it be that one? Mm-hmm. Buccaneers, Steelers. That would be the Buccaneers scoring all 50 because the Steelers can't do it. 49ers, Falcons. Vikings, Dolphin. All right, here's I'm gonna do it. Here's my okay. guess. All right, I'm ready. Yep. I can't believe I got to guess these two teams because, I mean, <laughs> I just simply cannot believe. I can't do it. I got to go to another game. That's <laughs> no. how much I can't believe it. Go with your gut. All right, who is it? <sighs> Boy, this is pathetic. It really is. <laughs> this is a pathetic slate of mediocrity. It really is. It really is. All right, so my final two guesses would have been. Ravens, Giants, or Cardinals, Seahawks. I think I'm going to go ahead and guess Cardinals, Seahawks. Cardinals, Seahawks for the win. Let me scroll back here. And you are correct. That is a 50 and a half. Wow. Seattle is plus three in that game. What was the over-under on the Ravens, Giants, just out of curiosity? Uh, Ravens, Giants. A 45. The Giants are plus six. The Giants are plus six? Wow. Well, the Giants I, are not good at four. No, no, one. no. Well, because they're playing the Ravens, I thought they would get more. I thought they were going to be like plus 10. Oh, <laughs> oh, you wanted more. Okay. Right, yeah, yeah, I yeah. Understand. <laughs> Am I wrong? 
is that a pathetic slate? Like you're you trying know, to find who's going to score a lot you know, in you're, every you're... one of those games. Vikings, Dolphins, Dolphins don't have a quarterback. Patriots, Browns, Patriots are starting their third string quarterback. 49ers, Falcons, 49ers have a great defense. You can't count on Mariota to score anything. Buccaneers, Steelers, Steelers have no team. Bengals, Saints, the Saints have a good defense. They might not have anything else other than uh, Hill, Hill. <laughs> but yeah. But I mean, you know, Ravens, Giants, you're going to put all your money on them scoring 50. Jets, Packers, Jags, Colts. I mean, this is pathetic. <laughs> I mean, your your BFF Brady said uh, the play of the NFL is, has not been good lately. It has not been. Has not been good. Uh, by the way, yes. By the way, yes. Tom Brady will be fine. <laughs> Let let's be serious for a second. Surely, there's there's I think, and I could be wrong because I don't pay that much attention to I'm sure it. Sure, you do. There's there's three kids. Mm-hmm. I feel bad for the kids. Right. You know, three kids. The parents are getting divorced. Yes, they have all the money in the world. I get it, but still, the three kids. I feel bad for the kids, and the parents are in the public eye to the point where. I'm sure they hear everything. I'm sure they get picked on left and right. It's, you know, it's rough when your mom's a supermodel and your father's <laughs> like the best quarterback ever. I feel bad for the kids. And if they have pets, God, how would you like to be the dog and Tom Brady's throwing you the football? I mean, that's got to wow. be a lot of pressure. You got to catch it. That's true. That is the, you know what? You know what? You have a point. You have a point. Um, with that, before we, before we go on, I'm going to open my second beer. Cause again, beer like I good. said, it's already been a long week. Uh, this is a beer I have not had before. At least I don't remember having it. This is a beer by Beard Brewing Company. This is called P2 Porter with coffee. Cause I like coffee based beers and I like coffee. That sounds good. And I like beer. And, uh, on the side it says, how do you take your coffee? We take ours with beer. Ha <laughs> Coffee and beer, the tried-and-true pairing that brewers have been experimenting with for generations. We collaborate with a local coffee roaster, Absolute Beering Coffee Company, to bring you your very own coffee porter. Enjoy it in your favorite coffee mug or pint glass. Enjoy in your favorite coffee mug. People, (laughs) day drinking is here. It's here. Well, they could hire you to read their commercial because (laughs) I'm sold. I want some. I am going to put it in my little, uh, uh, it? my little brewmate container that Brick got me that keeps cans cold, and then I'm going to try it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, open it up here. Bush. Okay. It's not in a glass, so I have no idea what it looks like, but I'm going to assume it looks like coffee. <laughs> Ooh, it smells like coffee. I, coffee is good. Beer is good. Oh, that's good. That's good. It kind of it hit your hit your tongue like coffee. Kind of it's it's not dry at all. So you get the little you get the beer after the coffee, and then the aftertaste is a little bit more coffee. I like this, and like I said, day drinking. <laughs> that's good. It's all good, and it's nighttime, so, so it's even better. That's right, because I still have to edit this later. So, Brit has a bye week. So I had a closed-door meeting with the metric, and I was like, look, Brit's, Brit's on a bye week. I need you to take the week off because what the actual hell? And I was like, you know what? We'll we'll draft someone else to replace you. It's, you know what? We can do it. 
We don't want to, but we can do it. So I'm giving the metric the week off. So what we're going to do is, you know what? We're just, we're going to make, we're not going to make a full lineup because we can't do that, but we, I can, I'm not afraid of them. (laughs) You know what it though? It would mean that someone's listening. Hmm. Interesting. Bring it on. So we are going to make a mostly full lineup and looking at DraftKings. So Cinch and I are going to go through this. So we're going to go with we're going to go with a QB. We're going to do two running backs. We'll do two receivers and a tight end, and maybe a defense. We won't do the flex about, or the other receiver. Yes. How about if we did it this way? You tell sure. me if this would be wrong. Okay. If you if you only gave your thoughts, yeah, on half a lineup, yeah, and I only gave my thoughts on half a lineup, yeah, even though it equaled a full lineup, would that be okay? Um, Probably not, but but we can if we skip flex and defense, or we skip well, the receiver. Flex, we you skip, know, flex is just what you have left left over. Yeah, so we'll like skip. A, we'll skip like a, tight end, tight end and defense. Just go down the list <laughs> as far down as you could go. Sure, and stomach and stomach picking that guy or yeah, that team. We can do that's that. how I do defense and tight end. All right, we can do that. So we'll each, we'll each pick a quarterback, and then we'll take a receiver and uh, and a running back, and then go you know go from there. All right, I'll go first. Sure, go so go for it. My quarterback for this week is Kirk Cousins, Mister Average, at, at Miami. <laughs> the game is at one o'clock, along with all of the other games, so no one will look at him. And I think this is the kind of week where the Dolphins are going to be turning the ball over multiple times mm-hmm. with their third string quarterback. And I could see Cousins picking up a cheap touchdown pass, turnover at the 18-yard line, quick pass to Jefferson, and just like that, he's got another touchdown. So that that was my pick this week. So that's your is he was he playing this week? I mean, when is he playing? It's a one o'clock game against the Dolphins. Oh, let's see. I just want to see how much he is on DraftKings. He 6, is six thousand dollars. Right. Middle of the road, not bad not bad uh for me i'm still gonna man i can't and i can't believe i'm gonna say this but i'm still on the geno smith train because he is 5700 he's playing arizona arizona is a middle of the road team (laughs) at at best you know um so what is his salary 5700. Okay. So 5700. My backup if you want, if I'm going to save a little bit more money is going to be Jimmy G playing Atlanta cuz he's 55 okay. he's 5500 and Atlanta is in a terrible terrible rebuild mode and and yeah. So Atlanta this year mm-hmm. undefeated with the uh with the spread this year. Really? Just just keep that in mind. They've kept every game close. Really? And you know what? I think the 49ers they all they've I mean there's I think they're 1 in 4 with the under. <laughs> so interesting. <laughs> okay. Interesting. So what you're saying is take the Falcons and the under. Got it. <laughs> what's the uh, let's look at this really quick. Uh it's 44 and a half and Atlanta is plus 5. Huh. 
Yeah, I think I think I would take 24-20. I would take the under in that game. I don't see Atlanta scoring that much cuz San Francisco's defense is well, I you got to figure hurt, but they, I mean, Garoppolo they are good. is Garoppolo's going to throw one pass that you say, "Oh my god, what was he looking at?" and it's <laughs> going to get picked. Mm-hmm. So could be a pick six, could be a pick down to the 5-yard line. Who knows? All right. So All right. You need a running, running back. back next. Yeah. All right. So I went with with the Patriots with Damian Harris is out of the lineup. He's got a hamstring injury. He's gone. Right. So that means Ramondre Stevenson is the only guy. Last week they start they had two running backs on the active roster for that game, and that was it. So if after Harris got hurt, if Stevenson got hurt, it was like, all right, just you know, five wide and we'll figure it out to the end. So this week they're playing at Cleveland. I have Stevenson. He costs six yeah six thousand dollars. He's my first running back. Nice. Hey Craig. Um. So well, no, I didn't like. I was just reading up on. Uh, I didn't, I forgot who the starting running back was for uh, Atlanta. Now that it's Patterson, Tyler Algier. Yes, thank you. Uh. So running back, I might consider spending up at least on one running back and i and i'm sorry cinch but i think i would take uh nick chubb this week you can never go wrong with nick chubb he's 8200 though so pricey you might go a little wrong with him (laughs) (laughs) so a bit a bit pricey and then see here's the thing I, and I'm partially I'm I'm kind of biased to this only because I have him on a few in a few leagues. Um, your your running back in New England, Stevenson, yes. he's only six thousand, and the Browns rushing def or not rushing defense, the Browns running defense isn't superb. They're kind of near the bottom of the league, so you also have to consider they're starting the third string quarterback. They don't want to throw it. That's true. They're going to want him. This is old style football. He's going to carry twenty five times in this game. Mm-hmm. So that's then, that's why I picked him. And then if you want for me, another I'm throwing another name out there because as of right now, he's still pretty cheap. Is J.K. Dobbins? I was like I've mentioned before several times on this podcast. I was a huge fan of him in college, and you know his knee getting destroyed last year was not good. Uh, but show let the last game against the Bengals. It, he looks like he's in good health with his knee, and right now he's only fifty five hundred. If he continues, he's playing the Giants. If he continues, his pricing is going to skyrocket. So let's just throw another name out there. Well, another name I like that running back was uh, Jeff Wilson mm-hmm. going against Atlanta because mm-hmm. Atlanta's defense isn't that good, and he's reasonable sixty two hundred. It's reasonable. Um, my thinking for making this lineup this week, I wanted to keep every player kind of not in the middle, but I didn't want to go for the highest paid or the lowest paid. You know, I wanted to be kind of even in the payroll for right. each position for each player that mm-hmm. I, I, I went out for one player since I picked cousins, I took Jefferson mm-hmm. and Jefferson's 8,900. So he was my one big expense. Mm-hmm. But everybody else, it was just, you know, let's try and go right down the middle. That's fair. All right. So let's go to receiver. 
Uh, I'll start with receiver. So for me, with receivers, um, again, if I can afford it, I'm gonna try to probably pay up for probably two of them. Again, I'm not I'm not making a tournament lineup, so I'm not that concerned with flying kind of diamonds in the rough kind of thing. You know, I do like. I feel like Jamar Chase is due for a large game. The Bengals have been playing better, and I think he has a really good opportunity against uh, the Saints. Uh, the Saints. Does it? Well, the does Saints. It worry you that the, Higgins might not play? Um, yeah, a little bit, but that just means they're going to get Hurst more involved, which I'm mm-hmm. okay with. Um, but. The Saints, the Saints' uh, secondary is not; they're in the bottom mid twenties of the NFL. Uh, and he's just... he's seventy seven hundred, and mm-hmm. which is kind of shocking to me is the person right below him is Debo Samuel, again playing Atlanta. Atlanta's secondary has historically not been very good. Seventy six hundred, mm-hmm. so hundred cheaper than Chase. So I am looking at those two, and then a third, if I just want to, you know, save money, because I'm going to have to, is DJ Moore. No, it's not DJ Moore at all. <laughs> I'm just making it's sh- Alan Robinson. <laughs> I was just seeing if you're paying attention. Uh, so if I'm going to, you know, I'm going to try to save money somewhere, I might look at Duvernay on Baltimore. He's, I had him on my list. Nice. He's seems to be Lamar's... Not well, Mark Andrews is Lamar's go to person, but like the next person <laughs> would be Duvernay. And right now, he is only $4,700. He's playing the Giants. So, a guy um, that I like this week. Yep. Remember the, the America's favorite game. Yep. The highest scoring game this week is yep. the Chiefs and the Bills. Now, if you're not picking Kelsey, mm-hmm. and I'm not talking Mahomes, mm-hmm. who are you picking from the Chiefs? I can't come up with anybody. I, it, to me, they all get three catches, and none of them get a touchdown, and none of them are any good. So I just push the Chiefs to the side. Okay. So then you look at the Bills. My friend Craig has warned me about Diggs, so I never want to use him because I always fear <laughs> this is, is the week. He's the present day Julio Jones. I don't want the <laughs> fantasy wise. Oh, did I lose you? Did your phone ring? There oh, you go. There did you go. You, did you did you lose me? Uh, I didn't hear anything for like thirty seconds. Well, Less I guess you lost seconds. me. Uh, I I just said that I don't want Diggs. I don't want to have him for the week where he gets two catches for sixteen yards. <laughs> yep. So my guy is Gabriel Davis. He's okay. sixty five hundred this week. The Chiefs' defense has been nothing to write home about. I expect that game. I expect that game to be two teams that score in the 30s. Mm-hmm. So someone on the Bills is going to catch all the passes. And I just feel like after this past week, I know Gabriel Davis only had, I think, three catches, but he didn't need four because they were playing the Steelers and the game was over already. So I really think he's he's due for that game, that that six for 180 and two touchdown game, three touchdown game. Again, he just played the Steelers. I think, what did he have, like three for 190 and two touchdowns or three touchdowns? I'm just saying, I think this week against the Chiefs, he's going to be the guy that puts up a lot of points. Nice. 
Very nice. Do you, do you have any other wide receivers you want to mention that are possibilities? Uh, you know, if, if Higgins isn't playing and you want to save money, you know, Tyler Boyd is 5,100. So not bad. Again, again, uh, if, if you want to take the over game, like Cinch was talking about, Isaiah McKenzie is 5,000. So also, but possible. can you trust him? It, it seems like he plays, he doesn't play. I just, I don't know. Uh, you know, he's I the kind of guy. Him. Yeah. Cause he's, he's going to be like, he's going to have 38 yards and two touchdowns, or he's going to have like 120 yards and no touchdowns. <laughs> you know, another, another game that I was considering for the over under was the jets green Bay, because I just feel like we're due. We're overdue for the Packers to put up a big game. But the Jets' defense has been pretty good, so I don't think it's going to be against the Jets this week. But if you think it will be, then you look at the wide receivers for the Packers, maybe Lazard, maybe Dobbs. I don't know off the top of my head how much they cost, but if you think this is the week that they're going to find it and they're going to put points on the board, those are the guys he's, you know, you're not going to pick Randall Cobb. He doesn't get enough targets, you know. It would be Dobbs or what's the other rookie? Uh, Christian Wilson, Watkins. Yes. yes. So someone. <laughs> how about uh, any tight ends worth mentioning in your mind? Uh, you know, let me let me look at the list here. You know, it's this party is so hard to like spend up a tight end. Oh yeah, you can't spend up. It's it's so bad. Cause I'm looking so man, tight ends is rough. Rough. It's like I said, you pick the lowest salary guy <laughs> that you're willing to go to battle with. Yeah. I mean, you know, there's Irv Smith Jr., he's thirty two hundred playing Miami. Again, not super. And then there's um what's his face? Um, where'd it go? Damn you app is Ingram. On Jacksonville, <clears throat> he is thirty five hundred. I can't see myself myself spending more than thirty five hundred this week on a tight end. Like that I would have be a general question yes. for you. Yeah, how much do you pay attention to when you're on DraftKings and it's it's showing you the salary? It has the opposition rank. Yep. So how much does that weigh into your choosing a guy? Uh, it depends on the guy, because then sometimes I have to look in, like, so, like, for me, injuries are a big thing on defense. So, I, depending on the game, I may look like, it was you know, are they starting? Because, for example, for a couple weeks, the Bills' secondary consisted of three six-round picks. So, mm-hmm. that was big. That mattered a lot. So, it's just something you, like, I look... I look into not not for my whole lineup, um, but I do I do look into it, especially if I'm looking at like tight end or like my third um, receiver. Mm-hmm. Well, I I mention it because I'm I'm scrolling through the tight end, and I see Seattle's tight end is Will Disley going against Arizona, and Arizona is ranked 31st. So mm-hmm. for me, at a position like that. Or, like I said before, with the defense, 
something like that, I'm going to pay attention to that opposition rank more so than I would at a quarterback or a running back or a receiver. Like defense, I'm just looking up the defense right now. Carolina's defense is going against the Rams. The Rams are the 32nd ranked offense, worst offense. So what they're telling you is that Carolina, you know, Stafford's going to throw a couple up for grabs that you're going to get a couple of picks. I don't know. I mean, Carolina against the Rams. I got to figure the Rams win that game. It's at the Rams. I, I don't know. I was just curious what you thought of the ranking. Yeah. For example, the Rams are terrible. They they are. The Rams are absolutely terrible. I don't know if the Rams are going to go back to another Super Bowl for the next 20 years. That's how bad the Rams are right now. Uh, the Rams... <laughs> The Rams they're so bad now. Right. For the next 19 seasons, <laughs> they will not get over how bad they are now. Right. The Rams look like the Lions right now. And that's just not because of because of Stafford's there. I mean, you know, it adds to it. But the Rams, holy totally Super Bowl hangover. My god, just terrible. Well, it's terrible. like you can't you can't start a running back. You can't start Henderson or Akers. Uh Cooper Cup great every week he's been great i have him in a, a few leagues. he's he's it that's it but the, again that's it you're not going to use alan robinson no. uh van jefferson's no. been hurt he hasn't been there uh skoronic you want to use him i mean they're using him as a fullback the guy is little short i don't know 210 pound wide receiver that's playing fullback for them i i don't know what they're doing i don't know i I thought he was an offensive genius, that um, head coach. He is when he has all the exact <laughs> players he wants, but not now. <laughs> I don't know. And I'm, with I'm that, we are, we are sadly out of time, sir. It always it, goes by so quickly. It really does. It really does. Thank you for joining me this week. Oh, thank you for asking. Yeah. Uh, and do you have any final thoughts for us this week? Final thoughts. Okay, so I've been gambling a lot on DraftKings this year, <laughs> picking the winners and, and such. I haven't done – I've been probably break-even, but to me that's not good. So here's my final thought. When picking who you want to bet on, try and pay more attention to who do you want to bet against. Hmm, For instance, this deep. past week, I had the Titans against the C-Words – I had the Titans giving, I think it was giving two and a half, getting two and a half. It didn't matter. It didn't matter because Carson Wentz was on the other team. So I was confident <laughs> right up until the final second when he threw that interception. I was confident. <laughs> and by the way, did you see in that game? It was over. They celebrated. He threw an interception. The guy ran 30 yards and then ran out of bounds or something. And they all went out to midfield. Players exchanged jerseys it was over and then the refs made him come back out because when the guy intercepted the ball at the two yard line he was touched down by contact so there was like i don't know two seconds left in the game or something they made all the players come <laughs> back out onto the field so that the titans could take a knee it's like come on we all know the game is over that's right that's right i don't know so so my final thought is it's not always who you're betting for. It's who you're betting against. 
do you ever want to bet against Josh Allen or Patrick Mahomes? You don't want to bet against those guys. Stay away from those games. <laughs> Go the other way. Bet against Carson Wentz. Bet against, and I know he's not playing this week, Baker Mayfield. Bet against these guys because they will not let you down. Now, since he's taking the mirror, the mirror effect of betting. Interesting. What's your final thought? Uh, my final thought is along the same, the same lines. You know, just really, if we're in the middle of the season. It is. It's week six already, so that's kind of crazy. Uh, you know, and just kind of bet against. Well, a do what Cinch did says, and you know, bet against people because it's a little bit, a little bit easier. And then the other thing too is don't go, don't go crazy with your bets. I mean, I do, I do sometimes. You know, I make some like insane parlay because the odds are like insane, and the off chance it hits, it would make me very happy. Do as I say, not as I do. <laughs> exactly, uh, but don't do those every week. And if you do do them. Don't put like a hundred dollars on them. Put like, I don't know, five dollars on them. <laughs> Bet what you can afford to lose. Can you imagine? Exactly. I sometimes think if I was rich and I was just lots and lots of money. I oh yeah, we'd be gambling could... over. We'd be gambling over everything. But you know what? In the back <laughs> of my mind, I still don't think I could say, "All right, a hundred dollars on you know the Titans this week. We'll see what happens." I still don't think I could do it. Nah, I probably. I would say ten dollars. I probably would. Maybe at twenty. <laughs> but you know what you could do is you could leave us a review wherever you listen to this podcast, mostly on iTunes because that's the one that really matters. Uh, but or not? Sorry, I said iTunes. Whew. Sorry, it's Apple Music now or the podcast app. Uh, wherever, wherever finer podcasts. Exactly. Where you find this? It's like uh, Audible. Uh, Player FM, Stitcher, we're pretty much everywhere you can find a podcast. That's where uh, you can find us. Hey, leave a review and say something nice about me. I need it. I'm a That's Mets right. fan. I'm feeling he's, down. He's a Mets fan. I offered him digital hugs. He did not accept them. So I tried. Bad times. Bad times. <laughs> but hey, it, it's it's okay because the Yankees are in the playoffs and there's pinstripes for everyone. So it's fine bad times it's fine uh you can also reach us reach out to us on twitter on facebook uh you'll find us under fignuts dfs you can also email us at fignuts dfs at gmail.com send me so, a text message i'll leave my number hold on get a pen <laughs> i've been getting so many i don't know if you want to do that i've been getting so many spam email emails so many spam texts lately more than I've ever gotten. It's kind of insane. Thanks, T-Mobile, for that data breach, by the way. I got a butt dial today from Vista, California, and nice. I just paid no attention. I didn't answer. Nice. And then it left a, a message, Yeah, a 58-second long voicemail message. Uh -huh. So I said, all right, well, let's see. I hit the button to play it, and I think it was just a butt dial. I could hear like someone driving in a car. Nice. Nice. Crazy. Yeah, people do. People just hit buttons on their phones. I don't know. I don't know. People use phones for calling. It's weird. It's not what they're. It's not what they're for anymore. Who does that? <laughs> but Singe, thank you again for joining me this week. I appreciate it. We appreciate it. Thank you very much. It's always fun having you here. And with that, everyone, thank you for joining us. I'm Craig. I'm Singe. And this has been the Football Fig Nuts Podcast. Hi, Deb. Mm -hmm.